This is the second time I am recording this rant episode after recording an episode that was like one hour, 60 minutes long. I'm not going to promise that this one is going to be shorter than one hour, but we shall see. Hi, dear beloved. This is Omar and you're now listening to The Rest Podcast. If this is your first time of listening, I want to tell you, you're listening to the last episode of the year 2023. I know you feel like a Guinness World Book of Records holder right now because that there is a world record. And I want to say you're warmly welcome. Everybody knows, who, like, this 2023 now, I won the award for the podcaster who gives the warmest virtual hugs. Don't ask me who awarded me. The most important thing is I won an award. And I want to say that I'm sending you the warmest hugs on the planet Earth. And when I send you warm virtual hug, I actually even imagine that I do it, though. Like, you know, it's it's that way for me. So, you to imagine that, you know, you're receiving a very warm virtual hug. And today's episode is the most unscripted episode of the year. (laughs) I don't have a script for it. I am just going to be speaking and ranting. Because it's a rant to rest episode. The point is to rant till I rest. Speaking to my friend this morning made me realize that, yeah, that's the point. Rant to rest. Not just a list of things that I want to talk to you about. I need to rant to rest. So I'm going to get things even off my own chest. Yeah, so. Okay, we have two other people ranting to rest. And I will play their audios first. And then I will do my own rant. So this is the first person. Okay, thank you for the privilege. This year has actually been one of the hardest year I've experienced. I got I got engaged late last year, December 26th to be precise. I think I broke the engagement June this year. It has not actually been a very sweet year for me, both financially, spiritually and otherwise. I broke up because um, I discovered the Christian brother. I'm supposed to, I was supposed to get married, so I had some weaknesses that is yet to deal with, and he's not ready. He's not ready to deal with them. He's ready to keep them because he enjoyed doing those things. And spiritually, I tried when I discovered that everything around me was not working as planned because this year I already planned this year last year. And it was supposed to be be a very, very, very sweet year in my mind. Then everything was not going as planned. I quit one of my jobs. I started doing business this year. I wanted to learn tailoring this year. I wanted to do so many things this year that I didn't do. I went to learn tailoring, but I was now financially stable to pay for pay to learn the tailoring sorry so i started learning with some friends but then they were not stable and i was working then so it wasn't actually stable and a whole lot so then i decided to let me see if i can retreat and know what god is saying about my life because then i was tired i think august i went on a retreat and i got some specific instruction one of the instructions was not to walk under somebody for a period of time. And I was thinking, since it's God giving me the instruction, that means money will be flowing from right, middle, center, everywhere. But it wasn't 
what I expected. Although God has been faithful, but <laughs> it was not what I planned for. This year has been a very tough one. Should I say with less favor? And it's like God um purposely working on a man. You know, when God decides to work on a man, he makes everything around to make sure the man is on that path. That's what has been happening. People that I usually once in a while check up on me or send me something. Now, even when you ask them that this is what I'm going through now, they'll be like, sorry, God will provide. When you feel you know that this person you really have, it's just like them walking in alignment with God. And there's no turning back for you. You can't run to anybody. So you just have to stay there. This year, I've sat in the toilet so many times and cried and come out and laugh and look as if everything is okay. I don't know if this year has been good or bad, but God is faithful. This year, it's actually been a year of cutting down of so many things, even friendship. The Lord has to cut down friendship and make sure that I was alone for him to actually deal with me. And there was nobody for me to fall back on, just him. Like you putting your trust that this person, no, I'm sure as long as I have this person in my life, this thing should be accomplished. But then the person falls to your hand. <laughs> so this year has actually been um, a year of cutting down of so many things, a year of pruning. Yes, I'll use the word pruning. It's actually been a year of pruning and selecting of friends and making sure that I don't rely on any man to provide a particular thing or to help a particular area of my life. And there was a time I was actually struggling because it wasn't easy pruning me from people. So I related to a man of God Mr. James Curry, and he directed me to Rest Podcast, and I listened to this episode about depression, and I think that was it for me, and, and I listened to, no, I listened to a friend, this friendship series, and I listened to all the episodes, and it was like, that was just what I needed at that time, and it healed me, and I I listened, also listened to this depression series and I had to share it with some friends. I was like, listen to this thing to help you. And God has been faithful. <laughs> it has not actually been nice, but God has been faithful all the way. Oof. Well, <laughs> that was a lot. Your year was a lot. It was a lot. And I'm glad that you could see God's faithfulness in all of this. And my prayer really is that you really mean it when you say God is faithful and you're not saying it the way we say it is well, you know, it is well, even though we don't believe that it is well, we just say it because it has, it has become some, almost something, it has almost become like something that we finish our sentence with, you get. So I trust that all of the things that God has done for you in these pruning seasons of your life, that you make the most out of it. I want to make this point of emphasis about seasons of prunings and refining flames like this. One, like you like you would have realized, they're not sweet. They're obviously painful because it's fire. Fire is not fire is not fire is not a joke. All right. So they are not sweet. They are hard. They are painful. They are tasking. They are so many very terrible things 
initially but at the end of the day the things that it will yield will be beautiful so mm, the point i'm trying to make or the point i want to make from what i just said is that you must make sure that you don't waste your pain make sure you don't waste the seasons of your life make sure that the same thing that god wanted to achieve by your life in this season has been achieved because a lot of times we go into seasons and come out the same people seasons come to meet us or we walk into certain seasons of our lives and we don't even make the best use out of those seasons so i want to say that upfront first before i say any other thing i want to say you have to milk the season milk it squeeze out everything you must squeeze out of this pain because the end of a christian's pain is not that pain it never happens like that jesus lent obedience through suffering so you see that even with pain in the picture there is an expected end there is actually an expected end god expects that after this particular process you should be this by now so you want to make sure that god's you should be this by now is what is one of my favorite women in the world <laughs> mrs hasana odova i just really like her she's just really pretty and she's just i just like her she said something to us almost four or five years ago she said that you need to make sure that what ought to be is what is what ought to be is what is so you only to make sure that even from these seasons of your life what ought to be is what is did you learn the lessons did you milk the season did you become the things that god wanted you to become out of these seasons these are very important questions to ask because a lot of times even in our waiting seasons we are distracted i learned recently from a dear mentor that i can take my burdens into my seasons of waiting but i should not take my distractions because it's like going to going on a date with jesus and you're on your phone it's disrespectful number one and then second did you will not get the most out of that because you're distracted so a lot of times especially in painful seasons your pain can distract you it can almost make you feel like that's all the season was all about pain 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 but no for the believer romans 8 verse 28 will forever be a will forever be a permanent reality all things work together for good for those that love god and are called according to his purpose and all things is all things all things can be bad things all things can be terrible things all things can be good things all things can be extremely good things but all things work together for good i don't know what your seasons were i, I don't know exactly what god wanted to achieve by these seasons but i definitely know that god doesn't let any of his lovely children pass through refining flames pass through fire so that they will come out the same Mm-mm. it doesn't happen like that the script there's a scripture in that first or second peter that says that our faith is even more precious than gold and it to be tried by fire gold is tried by fire and our faith is more precious imagine how much more we will be tested we will be struck down but not destroyed there's a scripture in second corinthians 4 verse 17 that i like a lot um, for we have these treasures and earthen vessels so that the excellency of power may be of god and not of us since we are struck down but not destroyed we are we are persecuted but not abandoned i can't remember the many parts but they're like many they're like four or five statements like that the point is god do not stretch you beyond what you can bear one two god do not stretch you without a purpose god does not just god god is not interested in just seeing us suffer as a matter of fact the scripture says that there is no good thing that will no good thing will he withhold from those who love him who he loves and now i can't remember how exactly that scripture puts it either who he loves or who love him but the point is god loves you yes and god has a beautiful plan for your life 
And God doesn't plan to waste your experiences. I tell you the truth. This may have looked like a year that you can't even say whether it was good or bad. But you can say that it was good. Because if it was God this whole time letting you go through this, then it is good. And it is good because God is good. It's not God is not good because he does good things. He does good things because he is good. Do you get? So that the products, like the produces that come out from God is because of who God is. So that even in a day that God takes a life, God is still good. Yes, because God is incapable of evil. So everything that he does is good. At the end of the day, he is good. And God is the father of all spirits. And I want you to know that the father of all spirits is your father. Yes. And even if this season felt like God was distant, God was by you the whole time. You know, nobody knew that God was with the three Hebrew brothers until they threw them into fire. And then here comes the fourth man in the fire showing up. The whole time they were like, oh, if my God doesn't do this, I will like, ah, your God, I beg, I beg. And then they, they, and isn't it interesting that it was at, ah, you know, it reminds me of the highlight of my year, knowing God as an ever present of in that time of need, like in that time. It literally used to feel like in my season, God used to wait till it was a time of need, then he would not show up. And it has happened too many times. Why didn't God stop them from throwing down into the lions then? Why did he let them throw him in? And then God shut the mouth of the lions for his sake. So you see that those painful, fierily painful seasons of our lives, I don't know if that's more like fierily, are... making seasons god is pruning i'm glad that you could see that god was pruning god is making something out of you but you must pay keen attention to what he is making out of you you cannot determine what he makes you cannot tell him i want you to make this because of course you are vessel he is potter but you must know what it is that god is making out of you because if you know what kind of vessel god is making out of you it builds it, it gives you faith to wait the bible says that jesus endured the cross because of the joy that was set before him so when you know what is said before you you'll find out that you're able to endure more did you understand that so i want you to know that this year may have been tough but you didn't break into it million pieces you didn't shatter completely you are not abandoned you are not you are not crushed did you, did you, you you are alive because there is more you listen to me right now because there's more you could send these rants because there is more there is more that's god is and, and i don't know why i feel very elated about this but god god has a lot in store for you yes god does god doesn't put us to shame god is that god that does not put his people to shame so if it is god that you are trusting in all of this yeah it will happen for you and i'm glad that you could see that god cut down people because he wanted you to be alone and trust him because truly truly oh, the arms of flesh shall fail i have had my own arm of flesh moments just this last week that we passed and it failed me it failed me and the whole time i was in shock and disbelief and unbelief so god god does those things to us so that he can teach us completely reliance because it's when you can rely on god that you will know how to even be with people do you understand so i'm i'm happy that you could see god in all of this and 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 i just want to i just want you to make sure that you you make the most out of this when god broke off that engagement when you found out those things imagine imagine how intentional god was to make sure that you didn't end up in a bad marriage or to make sure you didn't end up with the wrong person that was going to make you feel stifled for life god is good though god is very 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 good and i'm happy and 
it, it, of course it has not been easy like you said but God has carried you through and concerning your finances and your spiritual life all I'm going to say to that is to give it to God yes God gives grace God gives strength God grants refreshing God, God God grants power God is that God that says that we're trying to draw near to him and then he helps us to draw near do you understand he's the journey and yet he's the, he's the journey and he's the destination he's he helps us on the journey to reach him so I want you to take conscious steps to go to God instead of waiting for a miracle of some sort keep seeking him stay seeking him go for it if the mountain will not come to Moses yeah the Moses will go to the mountain how do they say it the Bible says, draw near to me. Then I will draw near to you. So you do the initiation. So keep drawing to him. And you see the thing about even everything that God will give us. God gives us things based on who we are, based on timing, based on what we have become. God will not give money. God will not trust us with certain things if we've not become certain people. Do you get my point? So God could be taking you through those pruning moments because he wants to make a certain woman out of you and when he makes that kind of woman out of you he's able to give you the kind of things that he wants to give you because i tell you the truth these dealings you're having with god hmm, they have an end there is an expected end and and whatever the end will be it will make you more like jesus so this is just what i wanted to say to the rant that you thank you so much for ranting and i hope you find rest in all of this and i just want to say to you that god loves you god has his eyes on you god wants to do you good it's not just that god will do you good god wants to and he will god gives perfect and good gifts and and i and i just i just sense that god will open you up to a season of favor and god will send your people to you it will be like where have you been all my whole life i just met you but it feels like i've known you forever yes god will send you your own people god will send you your own company god will bring you to your company and bring your company to you do you understand god will place such a favor on you that even among favored people you'll be highly preferred yes god will do that for you because he loves you and he wants to not even because you need it it's because he loves you and you don't have to earn his love his love is is unconditional it's not because you've gone through these processes now that he will love you no he loves you and and somehow that feels like a good place to round up what i'm saying to you god loves you god loves you deeply god has amazing plans for you and god will bring you to the things and the places and the people that he has prepared for you i pray for you in the name of jesus that you will come out refined you come out pruned that out of these seasons god makes the exact same woman in his mind the exact same vessel he has in mind is the exact same vessel that you become in the name of jesus thank you father for you will send strength to my sister thank you father because you send help thank you father because you will send help for in jesus name we have prayed so to the next rant Okay, so I'm ranting about basically one of the greatest challenges of my life and it has been an issue all through the year. I really want to be the best version of myself. I really want to be intentional about a lot of things that I put my hands into. I really want to achieve what God desires in my life. But sometimes it is as if I'm just sleeping. Um, what I mean by sleeping is that I'm just there and then a lot of responsibility and, and, a, lot of, and a lot of things I'm supposed to do are just lying bare. It is a problem because I, it is limiting compared to who I am supposed to be. 
for me i really want to do best why can't i just be proactive why can't i just do the things that are required of me why why can't i just wake up in the morning and then i am disciplined enough to study my bible when i'm supposed to to pray to read to buy books to do things that are, are, are positive and that can add to my growth why 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 these are like this is like the greatest challenge of my life and i really want to do best so I know this person. <laughs> I know who said this rant and she did not want to be anonymous. She actually opted to say her name, but I don't want to say her name. So I'm going to speak to you because I know you. I I know you. I know you and I want to say a few things that I've learned. I recently attended a hangout and someone named Ekenedie said something. He said self-criticism is good until you bring comparison in. And I couldn't agree less. I I agree like just amazing because you need to know by whose standard am I running these criticisms now I used to also be in that space when I was like I want to be better I want to be this I want to be that I want to be this and I want to be that and it's a very beautiful desire to have it's good that you know that you are not where you're supposed to be it's good that you know that there is more. It's good that you know that this is not all God has said about you. And it's good that you realize that these things are the things that are limiting you. Because so many people don't even know what are limiting the things that are limiting them. But I want to ask you a very simple question. By whose standard? I hope that this criticism you're giving yourself is by God's standard. It is 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 you versus the person God has said and not you versus others. This year I had to learn that lesson in terrible ways. I had to learn it over and over. And when I just when I just when I thought I've learned it, I learned it again. It is me versus the person God has said about me. This is not even about saying, oh, there are many people you are better than. I'm not even about to tell you that. That's not your business. The people you are better than is not your business. The people that you think are better than you, they are not your business. Your business is you versus who God has called you to be. If that is what you are running the comparison against, then that is a good place for us to start this conversation. First, you want to ask yourself. First, you want to take it one step at a time. The Bible says that those who trust in the Lord do not make haste. I'll be easy, the righteous does not make haste. I keep asking, precious Holy Spirit, help me. I need to be able to remember things better than I do right now. So, as long as this is not comparison, this is good. As long as this is not when you check yourself versus other people doing things for God, then this is good. As long as this is not you saying, hey, look at what other people are doing and I'm here playing, this is good. As long as it's not you running comparisons. Now, what to do with this is to take it to God. Ask him for strategies. That's one of the things I know that helps me. God gave me strategies that worked for me. I wanted to be more consistent this year. And I was more consistent this year than ever. And God gave strategies. And God sent systems of help. So for instance, I knew I wanted to read more consistently this year. And I did. I joined a reading plan. And then somehow, somehow, something happened. And the person who was supposed to lead the group wasn't able to lead the group. So I had to be in charge. And I cannot be in charge of a reading group. I mean, I'm not reading. Because I had to be turning in my own books for the year. And he made me more consistent. So I want you to take it to God. Then ask him for strategies. It's not enough to know that you're supposed to do something. How do you do it? When do you do it? With whom do you do it with? Now that's that's where wisdom comes into place. That's where the strategies of the spirit come into place. You need to know these things. It's not by doing many things that approves that you're productive. It's by doing 
God thinks. It's by doing the things that God wants you to do. Because sometimes even the many things are godly things. But they are not what God wants you to do. The fact that something is right doesn't mean that that's what God wants you to do. I want you to be that woman who is always at the place that God will have her be part-time and part-season. So that you're not doing the things that you're doing just because it feels right. Because sometimes you will do those things and even get results. But you know, you know, you know that that is why on the last day, many will come and say, I did this in your name. And he will say, I don't know you. One of the things I had to learn is that my work with God is more important than my work for him. Work, W-A-L-K, is more important than my W-O-R-K for him. So you need to keep things in perspective. You need to know that it's not by doing many things. It's by doing what God wants me to do part-time. So there will be right things. There will be pressing things. There will be things that look like they are the right things to do right now. But if it's not God's, if God's voice is not in it, you will not get God's backing on it. Mm, yes. So why I said to ask God for strategies is, if it's God that tells you to do it, God will supply grace. I did a lot of, I tried a lot of things this year. I ran explorations, tried to do certain things. Some of them didn't even work. Mm, I was just wasting time and energy. Because I just, just because I didn't ask God, what do you want me to do? Because these are the things I think I need to do to become a better person this year. But what do you want me to do? A lot of times we don't ask God that question. What do you want me to do? And when he says it, ask him, alright, so how shall these things be now your how shall these things be is not the how shall these things be of zachariah that made him end up being dumb is the how shall these things be of mary that gave her strategy that let her know that the power of the highest shall overshadow you so you ask that question in faith ask that question based on god i want to partner with you on this how will i do these things because obviously this rant is about the fact that you feel like you should be having more results than you do you should be producing more than you should because you know the things that god has said about you so go back to that god go back to your god and ask him the questions before you even start to seek strategies from other people go and talk to god first about it god will tell you things and he may even lead you to other people to go and ask the question but the point is to go back to your source to go back to your god and ask him okay god this is the review of this year what do you want me to do safe and how do you want me to do it and when you go before god that way go with your mind open don't go with god these are the things i think i should be doing that i'm not doing how can i do them Mm-mm. is what do you want me to do and how will i do them not these are the things i think so self-criticism is good as long as there's no comparison inside take it one step at a time because like i said i know you you like to be in a hurry a lot and at the same time you have seasons that have seemed very slow in fact when you go to meet god he may tell you things that look like it's him slowing you down But the point is, you are not called to be another person. You are not called to be as fast as another person. Eh? Ahab may have gone light years ahead of you. But when the hand of the Lord comes on you, when you guard up your loins, ah, you will run. And when you turn your back, you all of a sudden realize that you got to the city faster than Ahab, even with his horses and chariots. So it's not by horses and chariots some trust in chariots some trust in horses but we trust in the name of our lord so go back to your god and ask him for strategies and i sense that god will open you up to a season of wisdom yes you you will you will be that woman who knows what to do how to do what to do and when to do what to do i see i just see a lot of apprehension 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 you feel like time is running against you time is of the essence and all of that that's not god though Mm-mm. It's not God doesn't work with pressure. 
No. The things that God will do in and by and through and with you will be from a place of rest. And not rest because there is no labor. No. Even the rest podcast takes me labor to bring out. It's not by not doing anything. No. It's by doing it in God. Resting in God. Doing it from a place of total reliance on God. Because I don't know why I'm going this way. But the point is sometimes we start out with good intentions. There's this adage that says that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We start out with good intentions of wanting to do things for God. But then somewhere along the line, we deviate and we start to do things. We think it's for God, but it's no longer about God. It's about what we want to achieve. It's about the results we want to have. It's about how we want to talk about certain things. God is doing a beautiful thing with your life. God is doing a beautiful thing with your life. And it's too beautiful for you to let hurry tamper with it. It's too beautiful for you to let any other thing tamper with it. It's too beautiful for you to let thinking that you're not good enough tamper with it. I know that I am probably shifting from the topic of your rant. But I'm just going with the leading in my heart. I want you to know that the things that God is doing in your life, eh, he's very intentional about it. And you may not see it, but God is working so go back to god about it yes go back to god about it and you've had a, you had a pretty amazing year you you have i mean god has done beautiful things in your life even results that you have because i know you i can say this i i know i know i know this i know this ranta everyone i know i know her and god has done beautiful things with her life things to be proud of but i get it it's 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 the it's the greatness inside of you that is like more 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 because there is always more you can't settle of course you should never settle for less there is always more there is just always more and that more god will god god will bring it to you god will bring you to it you want to make sure that you get it only by god's hands only by God's hands. I, I hope this helps. And I hope that you truly ranted to rest. Thank you to the people who ranted. I'm grateful. And yeah. I, I pray that God gives you rest. So now it's my turn. <laughs> hey. Hey, this year, this year, this year. How was this year for me? I'm just going to be honest I'm, I, and I'm going to be true. This year was I had extreme moments. It was extreme low moments then extreme high moments i i had the most self-doubt this year i doubted myself a lot this year and at the same time i believed in what god has said about me this year the most so like i said it was like these two extreme sides of a coin i had extremes this year i had times that i doubted myself so much that i cried i broke down other times i was very numb like during my graduation period i was very numb my birthday i didn't even cry i expected to cry like i am someone that processes things a lot with tears <laughs> but, like I, I i know i have to do it i do it either with tears or with i'm just i have to get expressive about it but for some weird reasons during that season of my life i was just boxed up everything was just inside to my graduation to my induction day to the night before my induction when i cried ah i felt like a failure i felt like i didn't even graduate the first class i mean what's what's what is the excellence in that how could you not graduate the first class like oma a whole you how dare you yeah i had those moments a lot i had those moments and uh, and you know i forgot to say something to the second listener when i listened to your aunt something that dropped my heart to tell you was to ask god for reviews 
go back to God and ask him for reviews. And I think that's good for all of us. Yeah, let us all do that. Go back to God and ask God, how, do you, how am I doing? Some of you will be shocked to hear. No, not shocked to hear because he's going to tell you you did terribly. Some of you actually did well, but you don't know. And because your standard of comparison is other people or the things you've read, the things you've heard, you will not take that part in the back that you need to do more. Because we need a part in the back once in a while. Yes, and sometimes God needs to be the one who does that for us. But we don't ask him. I feel like we should be afraid. I can't even say that because even me, I know that when I asked God this year, during that, that time, the night before my induction, when I asked him, I didn't expect to hear what I heard. And I thought he was going to tell me he was very disappointed and that I was less than all and everything. No, it was the most loving response from my father. I couldn't, I almost could not believe it. So this year for me was extremes. Ha! Let me refresh, let me rant about my project. Oh my God. So I procrastinated writing my project for a whole year. Since 2022, we were already given our supervisors. But me, I let, I, I wore the, like, I wore the crown, the, I wore the regalia of procrastination. I took procrastination drink. I, in fact, I probably procrastinated drinking my procrastination drink. What am I saying? All I'm saying is, I, I, I know that I procrastinated it badly. So it kind of made me feel like it gave the devil a legal right to torment my life. And I couldn't even bring my concerns about my project to God with confidence because I felt like God was even telling me, you deserve it. So my supervisor was, he was difficult. That one made me cry. Eh? Like my friends know the gist. I cried. I cried. One time I went to his office. He would not tell us when he's in the office, but he expects us to know when he's in the office. So sometimes I would just go to the office and he's not around. And sometimes I may have spent a lot of transport to get there. I remember one time I had to leave one very amazing meeting I was attending to go and meet this man. And I went to his door and the door was locked. God of mess. I cried. I just stayed on i just cried because i i i felt like i was being stifled i was being frustrated see my project frustrated me for the longest period of time and i felt and at the same time i was battling that with feeling like i deserved it because i didn't finish on time until one time my friend isaiah told me have you actually spoken to god about this and then i realized that most of the prayers i was praying was not praying i was just like god i beg (laughs) i was praying the prayer like i was a slave like I wasn't my father's daughter. Mm, that sounded so good. Yeah, yeah. I was praying like I wasn't my father's daughter. I was praying like I was an orphan. But when I took that prayer to God, as my father, I realized that during that season, I'll be. I want to do midnight prayer on this. Now go to pray. God will be telling me about and that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't ignore me on this one. This one is a pressing issue, and God doesn't say anything. Sometimes I'll come out to pray and I'll sleep off. <laughs> it's almost like he's like, go and sleep. Go and sleep. Uh-uh, go and sleep. You need to rest. Rest in the mighty name of Jesus. Rest. But I was. I thought that I had to pray. I had to do this. I had to do that. But I spoke to my. I spoke to my father about it. I spoke to my father in the Lord about it too. And declarations he prayed for me. At the point, almost like this man was resisting everything. Then before I traveled, I remember that God just told me, "On this matter, I will fight for you, and you will hold your peace." When I went back to school in September, this something I had been right since the beginning of the year. Though and fro, I've been, I've been, I've been going. In September, it was like this man did not know that it's me that he had been doing this thing to. He was just warm, 
receptive when you when i submitting okay make these corrections all right this that's okay he smiled laughed i'm like and it was favor i don't know i don't know how god did it but i liked it <laughs> and it was just so easy for me and i finished in less than a month things something i've been dragging for almost six months god is good so i'm writing about god's goodness this year i got to see that god is good and i got to find out more about god as my father you know i was reading a book earlier this year that set 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 me on a journey and the book is lord i want to be whole by stormy omashian stormy s-t-o-r-m-i-e omartian o-m-a-r-t-i-a-n i don't know if i'm pronouncing that name correctly but uh, stormy omashian it is <laughs> so she said something about how that a lot of times we view the fatherhood of God based on the fatherhood that we have been exposed to physically. And to me, I was like, no, that cannot be what I'm going through. My father was a very good man. I say, what? Well, my father is alive, oh, please. My father is a very good man. My father loves us. My father, oh my God. I, I had a very good experience of fatherhood. I have. What am I saying had? <laughs> I have a very good experience of fatherhood. And... I know my dad may listen to this episode because my father actually listens to my episodes. I didn't know till one day he commented and I'm like, oh my God, you listen to my episode. So daddy, anytime you listen to this episode, I just want to say thank you so much. And I'm sending you love, warm hugs, and a lot of light. Yes, I love you and I love you. Okay, so back to what I was saying. So she's told us to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to the, if there was anything like that. And I was like, okay, let me try this thing. Because one of the things, one of the results I made from last, from this year was that I will no longer just read books. I will only read books that help me. And I will read books I can apply. I must be able to apply the information. And I will apply it. So that's the resolution I made. And it really helps me this year. I read, I think I read less books than I read last year. I think. I can't remember. But... I know that the books I read this year had a far more reaching impact in my life than the books I've been reading before because I actually practiced the things that I and I read them with more intentionality. So I because I, I, I didn't want to do an information dump. I just I wanted to be able to practice the things I'm I'm reading because if not then what's the point? The Holy Spirit now told me when you pray to God, you don't expect him to answer you. Because I got so used to not having my needs met growing up. Or let me say my wants. Because my needs were met growing up. We have very struggling seasons of our lives growing up. So I got used to hearing things like, okay, there's no money. Okay, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. I carried that mentality even to my relationship with my Heavenly Father. Forgetting that my Father is Father of all spirits. He owns the castle in a thousand hills. My Father is gyrate. My Father is more than enough. My Father has abundance. In my Father's house, there is always more than I need. So... When the Holy Spirit told me that, I repented of it, right? And then I realized that truly, when I pray, I don't even expect that an answer will come. You get? Many of us are like that, though. You pray, but when the answer comes, the, the surprise is crazy. It's like, like, wait, wait, wait. So when you are praying, you didn't expect that he will hear. So that was what it was for me. So immediately after the Holy Spirit revealed that to me, I found out that I started to do more. I started to test it. I... I I remember that that week, I told him I wanted to pay a particular price to this kekemen, and the kekemen agreed. I could not believe it because I was already practicing. How I'm going to say, "Ogano, Ogano is one fifty. I'm not going to pay two hundred. I'm going to." As just when there no hassle, the man agreed. I was shocked because fuel prices increased all over Nigeria, 
and that means transportation has almost doubled i tell you the truth so many of them are so adamant but that money that man just said yes and then i tried it again coming back from the market and the man, i was like okay okay i started to try it in things like god i want to, let there be light when i go back home i need to work there will be light god i want to eat this someone will bring it for me and well it's not like god now went on a spree of god god is god i'm not i'm not his lord i don't tell him what to do but during that season what he did was to let me know that i actually hear you and it's it was a very faith solidifying moment for me more i moments because it was more than one and it was just really beautiful so i think the highlight of my year was having to know god as jairi i want to rant about something that is going to make me very 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 vulnerable right now <laughs> okay it took me a lot to learn this year of my worth. I, I really did not have a healthy perspective. I mean, I knew. I, I had a good self-esteem. Okay, see the way I'm struggling to say this thing. But the emphasis I'm trying to make is on the fact that I was really looking down on the value that I have. On the worth that I have. On the things that I could do. I thought that they were common and they were commonplace. This whole year was how... I got to find out that they are not common and they are not commonplace. It's how I got to find out that I have stuff. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It took a lot, but it was like with so many experiences I had this year and even recently, God was trying to tell me, you look down on yourself too much, Oma. Oma, you look down on yourself. Oma, you look down on yourself. Oma, you play with what I give you. Oma, you don't see. You don't see. Just how much i'm making out of you and god had to deliver me from false humility from a humility that was just ignorance and the enemy trying to make sure i didn't achieve as much and by achieving i'm not even talking about like things that are so physical even though yes those ones follow a lot a lot a lot of them a lot of them but this year was how god let me know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me truly. And this year was my most emotionally healing year. Yes. I had to let go of a lot of things this year. I had to grow emotionally this year. So many things. God literally went to reopen wounds that I had buried. I had just rolled a stone over and I'm like, you know what? Dead and forgotten. And then like Lazarus, God came. Jesus came from my dead places and he said, roll the stone. Then he said, come forth. You see, every time that Jesus asks to see your dead places, yeah? His plan is resurrection. His plan is restoration. Jesus is not, that's one thing I've learned this year. Jesus is not the pers- pers- Jesus is not the person who comes to just cry and stop at sympathy. No, Jesus sympathizes with us, but he does more than that. He raises us back to life. So I had to open up, you know, even when Jesus wanted to heal Lazarus, he told Lazarus to, he told <laughs> Lazarus, okay, he told people to roll the stone. They had to roll the stone. What I'm trying to say is I realized that a lot of things that God doing in our lives, he will still require participation of us because there are those areas of my life that I had been running away from. I didn't want God to even touch those places. So when God came and God was like, you know what? I want to deal with this now. My first reaction was, I beg, I'm not ready. And God is like, you know, the Holy Spirit is gentle. So if if you tell him, I don't want, he will move. 
you won't force it on you well that's what i've known to be my own experience so i had to he had i had to lean into his strengths to say okay if you want to deal with it now then let's deal with it because i feel like that's how many of us carry over growth processes so maybe god wanted to deal with lust for you for a very long time but you kept making excuses for lust and you keep rising you're getting greater you're being put in more people's face then you get to that place where now but the devil knows that if he strikes you it's not only you that he, he so he so you rise to the level of him being a shepherd and then the enemy strikes because at that point he knows that when he strikes you it's not just you that will be affected many other people that's why god comes to deal with the things he deals with us a lot of times i've come to realize so don't skip your schooling seasons with god see if god is wanting to work on something in your life just let him work on it jj let him work on it he knows your seasons he knows the next phases of your life there are things that if you don't work on them now they will be what makes you they will be what makes you talk they will be more they will be what makes you stumble later and um there is this adage that says that when an ant dies nobody knows what but when an elephant dies the whole forest knows so there are those ant season of our lives when we look like nobody knows us nobody sees us and then it's almost like god is all trying to just make you into some things and it's almost sometimes it's almost really tiring and annoying like leave me alone but like just let me be but he knows what he's trying to make like i said earlier he is potter you are vessel and the vessel doesn't get the right to say this is how i want you to make me or this is how this is this is this is this is this is the process i want you to follow through to make me or this is what i want you to make me into no because he is god and you are not you're not god so when god came for those places this year he had to teach me i had to learn to yield to say okay if you want to deal with this then let's do with it so for instance like i said vulnerable moments right here vulnerable moment one of the things i knew i was really scared of was marriage and from last year god had tended to knock on that door to say that fear is not me we need to deal with it and god wasn't in with it because i'm getting married this year or i'm getting married next year i don't even know when is going to be but it was not him and the and the scripture says whatever is not planted by my father will be uprooted so i had those moments this year it was like the holy was like Mm-mm, i didn't plant this we will uproot it so i have to literally open up how i like to see it is almost like god comes to knock on certain doors that's how i imagine that he's like yeah fear of marriage we want to check it out and i tell you i tell you the truth god layer by layer has been dealing with it poking at things shining light in dark places i've had to yeah yeah this year i've had to sit with myself more i've had to sit with the holy spirit a lot i had so much conversations with him this year i talked to him a lot questions upon questions why am i like this why do you think why do you think and he has been doing these unveilings sometimes he just randomly reminds me of something that happened when i was really small and then i'm like oh my god yeah, that makes sense because i couldn't find out why i was always like this or why i was afraid of this and then he makes me realize this thing that time i'm like oh my god yeah so that was how a lot of this year was for me conversations upon conversations i got to meet myself a lot this year yes i got to meet myself a lot this year i got to meet me me i got to focus on my journey more than i ever did and it's something god had told me a lot you know a lot of times i'm so distracted especially because i wasn't earning from the rest podcast it's not like i'm earning i'm not even earning from the rest podcast like spotify doesn't pay nigerian podcasters only u.s podcasters yes let me tell you the truth so i was like 
at a point i got really distracted i was, I, was, I just want to make money and it wasn't a bad idea in fact the holy spirit has started to speak to me about my finances from late last year so it was even him that put those desires in my heart but the thing is a lot of times we take god's word and then we want to run it by our own strategies you understand we start out in the spirit and once finish it in the flesh which is foolishness if god says i want you to work on your talkativeness your first cue should not be how you are supposed to do it on your own no your first cue should be all right so how do you plan to do it for me or through me or in me rather in me your first cue should be partnership not soul soul what do i call it now i don't know what to add to it but my point is you can't even change yourself you can't change others you can't change yourself it's god that works in us both will and to do do you understand so now i've lost track of what i was saying before okay i think i was trying to say that when god wants to work on certain things in our lives we must learn to like lean on him for that so this year i i had a lot of these moments i had moments when the holy spirit had to keep telling me oh my keep your eyes on what i called you to do because i was very distracted my eyes were on too many i was like oh look at this one when this one starts no 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 no. did you have so so followers ah i did comparison this year like i see if something else so god started to really ground certain principles certain truths in my heart that stifled comparison in my life in fact these days i noticed that when comparison wants to rise it's almost like there's this thing like shut 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 up come on come on come on shut up shut up shut up if i will knock you that's literally what the words of god in my heart tell comparison that's how it feels like it feels like immediately it's just imagine something is trying to shoot like a plant it's just beginning to grow out leaves and then someone just comes and just plucks it like what are you doing here get out like i beg shift that kind of thing so yay they have put on the engine okay so i'm just going to keep on making this episode i'm sorry for any external noise you hear today i i am sorry i should have probably made this more excellent than this i i really apologize if you get to hear any noise in this audio so back to what i was saying so god had to teach me to keep my eyes on my path it was like hey 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 you're losing focus again just just stay on what i want you to do and i noticed that when i started to focus my energy instead of running comparisons feeling bad feeling like i should have done better feeling like this and that and actually just did the things that god had told me to do i made more progress than when i was running comparisons because comparison is like this it puts it sticks a straw into your energy and it saps it it drinks it pokes a hole into your confidence pokes a hole into anything it is that you're doing comparison just always messes things up that's why i had a lot of episodes on comparison and validation this year it's because there were things god was constantly god was constantly delivering me from constantly constantly sometimes even it's easier said than done sometimes even after recording an episode on validation the next week i find myself almost trapped in validation again i'm like "Mm." Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm." so sometimes the episodes i make not sometimes all of the times the episodes I release on this episode on this podcast are also for me. I go back to listen. I go back to receive strength from them. Do you get? So it's it's just it's just how it is, honestly. It's just how it is. So I had to learn this year to celebrate myself. I was very terrible at saying well done, Oma. I would never say well done, Oma. I can say well done to everybody except Oma. I just feel like Oma has to always be on her A game. Oma has to be better. Oma has to grow. Oma has to be Oma. So there was I there were pressures that I had that I put on myself. 
and the thing funny thing about that is you think that that's how everybody sees you too you think everybody thinks oh you should be doing better than this and they're going to shout at you but i had moments this year that made me realize that it was better to just lean on god for validation and to ask god instead for reviews on certain things that i'm doing so this year the second highlight of this year after knowing god as jerry is that is the fact that i met myself this year I got to know myself better. I got to know what I could do better. And final year was stressful. There are there are there are times when I I, I don't know how I didn't break down health wise. Okay, I know God. <laughs> God was how I did not break down this year health wise in final year. But I know that final year met me with uncertainties. I remember the day I graduated, the day I wrote my last paper. I didn't even wait to be my classmates because I wasn't feeling, I felt so numb. I was so concerned that I speak to a mentor. I was like, I don't like if I'm not feeling anything. This is not good. I don't like this defense mechanism my mind is bringing up. It was like a defense mechanism. It was like a, um, what's the word? This, what, there's a word he called it though. I've forgotten it, sharp, but like a survival something or something. But that day, after I finished, I wrote, I, f- I was the first person who finished writing my exam hall. I went out, I remember I just prayed, made declarations over myself, sang, there was a song in my heart, Owa Olua, this song, Ombe Mifo, Ombe Misari, Owa Olua, Ombe, Loria Emi, Dad. I didn't go to the hostel, because I used to pop water, I graduated, I just, I even removed my jacket, I just went somewhere else and i lay down and i slept i didn't feel it i wasn't feeling i wasn't feeling anything it was just it was just a very weird season plus I, I was in between god what do i want to do and god there are so many things i can do and god what do you want me to do and i had heard people say when people graduate there's some of them even stop burning for jesus when people graduate they don't even know what they want to do with their life so every sermon in that season that I felt like what do you actually want to do with your life i felt guilty of it Yet, it was just... And yet, it felt like God was just quiet at the same time. So, uh, no, I had really low moments this year. Moments when I thought I was going to go mad. But the whole time, God was with me. I remember I had to listen to The Path of Life by um, Pastor Dami Larry Ayodele on of the publisher's house and Dr. Joshua Agumbiadi. And I listened to that same one, like, more than once. And it helped. It helped a lot. And then, it's just, the point is... I didn't know. I just forgot that God had everything planned out. Let me just distress myself, because even when I go to maybe meet my father in the Lord and then receive words and things to do, and I'm like, oh, so the whole time you knew what I wanted to do, you knew what you wanted to do in my life. I was just the one worrying, and 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 God delivered me from worry to this year. A lot of times I find out that I'm trying to worry, but it's not even working. I'm trying to say that I'm scared, but it's not even working. So this year, I know I grew. I made mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. I took wrong decisions. I shut down on opportunities. I didn't maximize many opportunities well. I was lazy too. But all in all, this year was not a bad year. I made contacts with new people. I met new people, really amazing people. I spoke to more people. This year, my social life (laughs) improved by 150%. I'm so proud. This year, I was under more and less pressure. You, like I said, it was that's just this crazy extreme extremes. But I found that I, I had grown from being so pressured to just staying where God planted me. And one of the things that God had been telling me very for for a while now is to learn to be secure in my calling. I'm only sharing that because I feel like there's someone that needs to hear it. You need to learn to be secure in your calling, secure in the things that God has called you to do. Your own is not less important because it's not somebody else's own. Like, ah, 
Ah no, I recently had to learn a lesson this week, eh? I was telling my friend about it yesterday and I just kept talking. I was like, I could not believe I could not, I could not believe it. See, let me just tell you. Not everything you see on social media is true. That's as much as I can say. Many people are fake. Many people are living fake lives. They're just making appearances. I don't know. Like, I had an encounter with someone that made me doubt even their results. Even the things you are loud about on social media. I was just like, ha. This versus this. Ha. Yeah, but it was a very eye-opening moment. Sha, sha, sha. So, I'm grateful to God for this year. This year, God helped me. Ah, this year, ba, is like the springboard for my next year. This year is how I know that next year will, will not be bad. It's how I it's how I know to have beautiful expectations for next year because this year I got to know the help of God firsthand. I got to know that if it is God in it, I will be helped. I tell you the truth, and I know that God is with me. So I know that next year is going to be really beautiful for me and i don't know who you are but the thing is i was telling one of my dear ladies recently i had listened to a sermon by will tant and he said something he said that between um crucifixion and resurrection morning the disciples could not know that their jesus was going to be raised even though he told them he said because it was too soon let me calm down and say what i'm trying to say so on friday night on Friday night, on the, on let me say Jesus was crucified on Friday. It was too soon for them to realize that there will be a resurrection morning because it, it had just happened. So for some of us, we are in those dark seasons of our lives, but it's too soon for you to know that next year is going to be beautiful because it was three days different. So it was like one, two, th- after three days, he rose again. So it's too soon. That's why some of us want to give up. It's too soon for you to see that all things will actually work together for your good. I've had really crazy... Oh my God. Like, I'm telling you, extremes though. Everything I mentioned now, quite the opposite also happened to me. At the same time when I saw God's provision, I also had very crazy seasons of lack. Like, lack as in no money, no money anywhere. Not even money to eat. But somehow God made provisions. God is just good, like, ah, it's just so good. He's giving everlastingly good father. And one of the things that I read in that book, um, I want to be whole is that God's our everlasting father. God is not just my father till I can take care of myself. God is my father forever. God will be my father even after I have my own children. God will be my father even in my old age. Do you understand? Like, God is a constant father, a responsible father, a good 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 father so that was like the highlight of my year depression came for me this year but this still this year is the year that i learned to fight and conquer not just fight and lose fight and conquer depression i have i have had victories over depression this year and in fact i trust that god has broken that cycle for me because i'm grateful because god do not just yank me out of depression god has shown me how to live above it perpetually right and i'm grateful because this year is the year i became a graduate <laughs> i graduated from school this year and i also graduated from bible school this year and to the final gratitude rant god has finally given us a new pc god has finally given us a new laptop a very 
good one, a beautiful one, more than my expectations. It's like times three or four of what I expect. Like, it's so good. It's so beautiful. It's it's just perfect. God is good though. And I had removed my mind completely. Honestly, I didn't think that a system was going to come for me again this year. And I was fine. I was just satisfied. Do you get? I was like, okay. Bad as it bad. I would just keep using other people's system till I get a new one. But the whole time, God was like, I got you, baby. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I don't even know how to end this rant episode, but yeah, I will end right here. It's already one hour long. And I just want to say that um, I've come to see God as Jairi and I've come to know God as Ebenezer. Those are the two dimensions of God that are opened up to me this year. And I've come to know God as Ralpha. Hmm. The God who doesn't just heal the body, but heal the soul, heal the mind, heals. Ah, no, God is good. God healed, God healed many of my broken places this year fixed things in my mind in my esteem fixed things in the way i perceived myself fixed things in the way i perceived others you know god just god just it was like god was just looking for every way to show me that oh my i'm with you when i said i'm with you i'm not joking it was like he was looking for a way to tell me that i got you basically that's how it felt like for me this year it was like i got you i got you i got you and he really and he, and he really got me <laughs> You know, I just think of this privilege called God that I have and I'm grateful. And if you are listening to me, a believer this year, and it doesn't look like beautiful things happen for you. I tell you, the only reason why you're alive right now is because there is more. And I tell you that if you have God, if you truly have God, you don't know the privilege you have. Uh, Woe unto those who do not have him. So... This is a good way to sign out on our 2023 episodes. Thank you all so much for listening, for sharing, for the love, for the support. I hope this was a good company for you on this Christmas day as you cheer your chickens and eat your chin-chin. I will have to run now so that I can help around with the activities. Today is Christmas. So yesterday I recorded this episode. I'm telling you the truth. Yesterday I was so exhausted. I slept off. I couldn't even do anything. But today is 25th of December, 2023. And I'm recording this by 7.24 a.m. is when I just finished recording. So I started recording this around 6.24 a.m. I had recorded one earlier, but I said to be record share. And I think it's still the same thing. So I love you so much. And you know I'm rooting for you, yeah? And I, 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 I want you to be that person who goes to god to ask him about new years there is just this excitement of festive seasons that can be very distracting you need to know that christmas will come and go new year is gonna come and go and then by next year you'll be staring at a planless life a life without any vision whatsoever so take our time it's usually hard at this time to retreat i know i don't know why you didn't do it earlier <laughs> but take our time to sit with god when i mean sit with god i actually mean it though to God and ask him questions i'm telling you things i'm gonna do things i have solid plans to do say we go and ask him like what do you want me to do from now henceforward i don't care about my failures see forget about the past right now it's the future and some people are like oh a new year is nothing a new year is nothing that's their business i i, I get their perspectives but i still say that that's their business you Go and sit with your God and ask him what he would have you do don't let the excitement of the season be what drives you there's such a spirit of excitement i feel like even spirits hijack the excitement to make you do things so be be 
discreet mm. be 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 conscious stay conscious stay conscious stay conscious of god's presence with you and make sure to maximize these seasons many of you listening to me are students who'll be writing exams in january and so i pray i pray for you in the name of jesus that god gives you retentive memory some of you are struggling to read i pray for you in the name of jesus that god gives you strategies that work there was a season of my life and i was struggling to read my books and the holy spirit told me to start to record them and i recorded my notes and i would listen to them as i go to school i record them like i want to remember them sometimes i would repeat things in the record and my god that was what helped me that season i tried to use it the next day we did not work out the recording was it wasn't working for me so but in that season that was god's strategy for me so speak to the holy spirit more often and he's gonna help you so i pray for you on this christmas day in the name of jesus that god gives you genuine reasons to have joy the first time i was recording while i prayed i sensed that there was someone who needed food i don't know who you are but this is what's gonna happen to you on this christmas day god will send food it's i know it's a it's a it's even me when i heard it i felt like it was a little bit weird but no maybe it's not weird god god will send you food and god will give you something on this christmas day God will give you genuine reasons to celebrate and to be and to rejoice. I pray in the name of Jesus that the things that God has said about your life, that even as this year is ending and we're entering into a new year, so many of us are also transiting that way spiritually, even in our own lives. We know that seasons are ending for us and we have new seasons of transition we are entering into new seasons i pray that god's hand comes upon you in the name of jesus for guidance for direction in the name of jesus you will not be lost in the crowd in the name of jesus you will not be lost in the crowd in the name of jesus this is for someone you will not be lost in the noise you will not be lost in the crowd in the name of jesus your voice will not be shut down in the name of jesus i pray for everyone who is in darkness that god brings you into light in the name of jesus and even as we celebrate the birth of our savior there are so many controversies on whether jesus was born in december or not but even as we celebrate the birth of our savior because this is what we have in our hearts that it's a celebration of the birth of our savior i pray that god will give you your own encounters it was the angel that came to mary to say this is what will happen to you then the power of the highest will come upon you i pray for you in the name of jesus and the things that god has said about your life will come to fruition you will birth things you will birth things by the spirit of god in the name of jesus it is well with you i call you blessed i call you favored i call you provided for and even as you lean on god he will not fail you in the name of jesus Thank you, Father, for hearing. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, because you will do this and more. Okay, lest I forget, there's someone here. You're entering into a season that will look like a season of wilderness and famine. Like, there's nothing happening for you. That's how your next year is going to start. But God is saying that it will not be forever. It will actually even be... Well, let me not be a spoiler <laughs> to the thing that God wants to do. But I just, I'm just saying this so that when it happens, you will know that God is in it. And in do, usually during your seasons of wilderness, what the enemy tries to do is that he tries to discredit God and make it look like God is not faithful. 
but you must be wise to not repeat the mistakes of the children of Israel in the wilderness when they murmured against God and complained against him and showed their lack of faith in him even though he gave them manna and quail because God will give you manna and quail but because it's a wilderness you will feel like the manna and quail are not enough so you must constantly be on the lookout for God's goodness if you will survive your wilderness seasons and you must constantly put your faith in God if you will survive that season of your life I'm so glad the Holy Spirit reminded me of this so this is a word for someone I don't know who you are but this person is not a female it's actually a male and this second person there's there's a second person who you don't know what you want to do and you are actually about to graduate from school i'm speaking to a student right now and so many people think you have things figured out because you're the one who always has things figured out and it's making you apprehensive and that's even the reason why you cannot ask for help is because you think everybody thinks that you should already know god says that he will send you light you will not just know what to do you know how to do what to do when where every wh question every question god will answer and when god god says when i send you to when i when i move in your heart to meet certain people do not shrink back in fear or shame they have your answers god has dropped it in them for you so don't let the voices that tell you don't so don't let shame keep you from the answers for your destiny that's god's word to someone and thank you precious holy spirit for hearing for doing so much more in our lives thank you for for a beautiful year 2023 was a beautiful year tough but beautiful beautiful and we all can attest to that god is actually good because you know god is good god is good so i love you so much and i am rooting for you and i hope you have an amazing christmas merry christmas and a happy new year